morning once again. This is Pastor Greg, and thank you so much for tuning in just to be a part of our our morning meditations together in the Psalms. And hopefully, yesterday was an encouragement together in Psalm 3. And as I mentioned, we're going to kind of jump around to a few different Psalms. Um, And as it looks like now with uh, things in our country being extended for some lengthier time, we may be able to do this for maybe... Uh, several weeks together and and get a look together at many of the psalms and uh, but today I want to look at one that draws us to really what is the, the the deepest and the greatest experience in the Christian life which is to know God uh, in fact I like the way J.I. Packer says it and he he asks he asks what were we made for to know God he says what aim should we have in life to know God. What is the eternal life that Jesus gives? To know God. What is the best thing in life? To know God. What in humans gives God most pleasure? Knowledge of Himself. So when we think about that, to that end, there can be no greater pursuit than meditating and studying God. And that is good for us to think about how important that is that, that He desires for us to know Him. And that the more we know Him, the more it leads to worship, and the more it leads to a, just a peace and a confidence and a relationship that is transforming in our lives. And so it is, it is so important that we meditate on God as we start out our day today to stop and think about God. Now here's the interesting thing. How... Do you know God? I mean, you're talking about one who is unlike us. He's eternal in the heavens. No beginning, no end. All power, all knowledge. How do we get to know as finite beings, get to know the infinite being, the infinite one? Well, I, I would agree with C.S. Lewis who stated that when you come to knowing God, the initiative lies on his side. If he does not show himself, nothing you can do will enable you to find him. So the reality is, is if God did not choose to reveal himself to us, we wouldn't get to know him. But what an awesome thought that God does want you to know him. God does want you to have a relationship with him. And I think this psalm that we're going to look at this morning just lays that out so clearly. And so I want you to turn in your Bibles this morning to Psalm 19. This is one of the most exciting and fun texts, I think, in the Psalms that just help us to understand God wants you to know Him. That is the greatest joy that you can have is to know Him. And so part of my desire, honestly, with this this study is that you would know God deeper. If you think about Mary and Martha in the upper room and, and Jesus tells Martha, that Mary has chosen the better thing, the good thing. Well, what's the good thing? Knowing God, sitting at God's feet, pondering Him, being satisfied completely in Him. That's the good thing. So anytime that we can encourage ourselves and encourage each other to have the good thing, a deep relationship with God, that's good. And and Psalm 19 reveals to us how God has chosen to reveal Himself to us. 
really, as we think about it, there are two aspects of revelation that God has chosen to give to us. And Psalm 19 lays for us out first, there is the aspect of creation, or we might say it as general revelation. That which is visible to all men, that they can see it. They can see creation and it declares a God. And in the macro of the expanse of God's creation, you can see that this, this world and this universe and these galaxies are so complex, something had to create it. And then you get to the micro, the minute little details, and you start to, to analyze how complex a, a cell is. And there is so much involved with that. And, and one cell can't just survive on its own. It needs hundreds and millions of others like it to, be, to, to survive life. And this couldn't have just morphed out of nothing. But he says there, and he begins the psalm beautifully, he says, the heavens declare the glory of God. Now, as we start this out, certainly we're not going to be able to, to mine out all of the, the magnificent truths of Psalm 19. So hopefully this will kind of just whet your appetite to, to dwell on it, to meditate on it a little bit further. But he says, the heavens declare God's glory. I don't know about you if you're a stargazer or not. But I, I think you can look out there and you can see, man, this is vast. I'd encourage you tonight. When you go home, and hopefully it'll be a clear sky. We tend to get a lot of cloudy skies, it seems, here in Pennsylvania. But, but get a chance to look out over the skies. See what you see. Uh, we, we got a telescope that we got one time, and, and we pulled it up, and we're able to show the kids the, the detail in the moon, and we look at some of the stars, and, uh, and just to see how much there is that's out there. And see how amazing God is, the bigness and the majesty of God's creation. Uh, I, 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 I love the passage in Isaiah 40 in verse 12, which just kind of lays out God's power and majesty in creation. And Isaiah says there in Isaiah 40 in verse 12, he says, Who has measured the waters? in the hollows of his hand. He's talking about God. God has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand. He measured heaven with a span, cocked the dust of the earth in a measure, weighed the mountains and scales and the hills in a balance. He's talking about God's immense power. The, the, the waters of the oceans, he just measured those out in his hand. I mean, that, that's little, that's easy for him. The, 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 the heavens with a span, a span is from, if you were to kind of spread out your hand from the fingertip of your pinky to the top of your thumb is a span. And God says, yeah, the, the heavens out there, to me, that's about that size. Isaiah is demonstrating the vastness of God. He goes on in, in Psalm 19, the firmament shows his handiwork. Day unto day utter speech and night unto night reveals knowledge. There's no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line has gone th out throughout all the earth and their words to the end of the world. He's demonstrating just the majesty and the power of God. And yet, here's a beautiful thought for you. When you stand there and you look at all the vastness of God's creation and the beauty of that, it can become overwhelming and you can almost begin to feel so insignificant. Like, what am I in, in, you know, in the, mass, the, 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 the mass of God's creation? And yet God says, I think and care about you. 
that, that I, yes, I've got all the mountains and the, the oceans and the animal life that's out there and the stars that are out there, but my eyes are on you. I did not send my son to die for the oceans. I did not send my, di- my son to die for the mountains. I sent him to die for you. Man, isn't that amazing just how much God loves us? And he says, I want every person to see that. I want every person to know that I'm an awesome, wonderful God. And so it's manifested to us. The second way God has chosen to reveal himself is through his word, special revelation. And, and we see that in verses 7 through 11. Then I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. He says, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. He's actually going to give us seven, uh, I'm sorry, six different uh, statements that give us a testimony of, uh, of what God, uh, six different titles of the word of God, six different characteristics of it that is perfect, sure, right, pure, clean, and true, and then six different benefits. It, it converts, it makes wise, it brings joy, it enlightens and endures and produces righteousness. Let me just quickly just give a couple thoughts on some of them. Think about the first one. The law of the Lord is perfect. The law, it's a, it's a, it's a speaking of God's word, is perfect. Now, if you were to think of something that is perfect, what do you think of? What comes to your mind? Uh, maybe it's, uh, it, it is perfect straight A's. You, you did everything just right. You got a perfect score. Uh, maybe it's, Perfection in, uh, a, 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 for me, I think of a perfect peanut butter milkshake. Now, I don't think there can be anything better than a peanut butter milkshake that is just right. Um, and, and, but the word there, perfect, while that we might think of the word perfect as that which is um, imperfect, in, in contrast, it actually has the idea here of it is perfect in completion. In other words, it lacks nothing. God's word is settled and it lacks nothing. It is the perfect instruction manual for your life. Everything you need is there. And so we don't need some Dr. Phil words of 17 ways you can fix this or that. God has spoken to us. The law of the Lord is perfect. It's complete. It lacks nothing. What's it do? What's the product? It converts the soul. What does that mean? Well, it means it can totally transform. I remember years back, they had the, uh, uh, it, they had the, the show that was out there, The Biggest Loser. I don't know if you guys ever saw that show, The Biggest Loser, before, talking about the biggest weight loss transformation. Actually, it just came out again. I don't know if it's called Biggest Loser 2 or whatever, um, but the idea there that, that uh, there's a total transformation. So you couldn't even hardly recognize the person as they'd gone through this transformation process. Well, the same idea there is that the Word of God transforms our soul. It transforms our very being to be what God wants us to be. I don't have time to go through every one of these and lay them out, but the testimony of the Lord is sure it's reliable, it's, 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 it is unmovable, it's completely trustworthy, and it makes wise the simple. It helps us to know what to take in, what's true and what's not true, how important that is today 
in a day when there is so much information that is at our fingertips and it is flying at you at rapid pace. You tune in on the web or you, you get on some news reports and there is so much information out there. What's, it's God's word, the testimony of the Lord that makes wise the simple. The word there for simple means open door. It makes it so that we know when to close the door of our minds. Know when to to say, I'm not going to believe everything. I'm going to go back to God's word because it is true. God has chosen to reveal himself. Listen, I'm going to let you kind of dig these apart a little bit further yourself. If you think about the statutes of the Lord are right, rejoice in the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. And the judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. But notice the response. When I consider God's special revelation and, and the desire to know God as He's revealed Himself in glory, He says, This is more to be desired than gold, either much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Boy, I love honey, don't you? In fact, I've got in my mug right in front of me today honey water. I've been drinking honey water, gotten into that lately. Just hot water with honey in it. Just the sweetness of the honey in, in my water, uh, in a hot water. And uh, he says, man, the, the Word of God and the knowledge of God, the meditation of God, it ought to, we desire it like, like sweet honey. and that good? And so he says down in the verse 14, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. I want to I desire it. I want the meditation I think over about God to be pleasing to Him. Hey, why don't you take some time this day as you look around the creation, look around just to take a little more time with this passage and just meditate on it and give God glory. And as has been said, J.I. Packer again said, he said, my goal of theology is doxology. Let's, let's respond back with praise to God. Man, in a time when the world is, is, is in a panic, man, we can rejoice because of our God is bigger and, uh, than all of that. Aren't you so glad we have an awesome God? Hey, let's pray to you. Let's praise Him and thank Him in prayer, and then you can have a wonderful day. God, thank you so much for being our awesome God that you spoke everything that we see into existence. And God, that you know us, and you care about our lives today, and what we're doing. And God, you have given us a manual for our lives that is complete, it is perfect, it is sure, it is steadfast. And Lord, it'll transform, it'll give us wisdom. And God, I pray that you would guide us with that today. As we meditate on you, that God, you are above all and you're just your amazing God. We praise you today. May the, may the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart today, this day, be acceptable in your sight. Oh Lord, it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Well, I hope that encourages you, friend. And uh, we are just so glad you're tuning in. Have a great day.